Hey, hey, what's up, everybody? It's Sathya Sam here. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you're having an amazing day. And I know your day is about to get a little bit better because I'm about to share an interview with Harvey, who is the founder of King's Community, okay? King's Community is an online platform that is really about serving men around the world, creating a safe place for them to open up, for them to share about their struggles, and to get support from one another. And Harvey and I were just so aligned in our approach to supporting men, especially having that strong communal element. But he is a man of faith. Uh, He really has a value for taking care of your physical body, your mental health, your relationships, and everything in between. And so we just had a very robust conversation. He has a pretty uh, interesting story. And he also is just impacting a lot of people. I mean, 1.5 million followers on their social platforms. 21,000 guys active in their Discord channel. It's really nothing short of miraculous what they're doing and what God's doing through them. And I know you're just going to glean a ton from this interview today. So I want to encourage you, listen closely. This is not like a teaching interview where there's tons of notes to take. This is more like a sit back and listen and really soak in the words that are being spoken and the stories that are being shared. You will learn a lot from it, and I know it'll impact you. So without further ado, here's my interview with Harvey, founder of King's Community. So here's the million dollar question. How are men like us who work hard, have good motives and a God-given purpose supposed to fulfill the calling on our lives and the dreams in our hearts, all while establishing sexual integrity, thriving relationships and a meaningful connection with God? That is the question and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Sathya Sam, welcome to Unleash the Man Within. All right. Well, I'm here with my brother, Harvey, founder of King's Community. And we did an Instagram live together a little while back. And it was really sweet, man. Really fun. Felt a good vibe and thought, hey, we got to get this on the podcast. So thanks for carving out some time to be here, man. Yeah, man. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. I love what you guys are doing and and the message you're promoting and everything. So it's always good to connect with like-minded people, you know? Yeah, 100%. I think we're in an interesting time where you know, the concept of what it means to be a man is under a lot of scrutiny. I think you see a lot of breakdown in the family home um, and just a bunch a bunch of stuff that I think has created a need for messages like mine and certainly messages like yours. Can you just tell the listeners a little bit about what King's Community is just as a starting point? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So um, King's Community is really just a community of men and we... Uh, uh, built it through social media and uh, and Discord, where we've got um, uh, about 1.5 million followers now on social medias and about 21,000 guys in the Discord where they're just actively kind of connecting with each other, talking about life issues, kind of um, give them the ability to anonymously talk about you know, their struggles, whatever's going on in their life. We also have, you know, a lot of different moderators that are available to just kind of talk to people personally through DMs or on, you know, uh, on phone calls if if they need someone to talk to. And really, it's just a community for men that don't have anyone to go to when they're struggling, right? Because I think yeah. that that's kind of a common theme that that I've seen that I've experienced and that I think a lot of guys experience it's like not everyone has maybe a best friend 
um, or a father figure or a father or or whatever it is that they can be completely open with and not have that fear of, you know, if I tell them about this, you know, whatever I'm going through, are they going to judge me? Are they going to think of me differently? Are they going to are they going to treat me differently? Um, are they going to make fun of me? Right. Like all those things come to our head because that is, you know, th there's some truth to it from experience of the past. Right. With just kind of how men interact with each other in general. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's that's really what it's all about. That's amazing, man. Hey, sorry, I'm going to pause for a sec. Do you, do you have a window open? Are there birds or something? Or am I just hearing that in my own ears? Oh, are there birds? I don't. Uh, there's no windows open. I don't know what it is. Oh, weird. Okay, got it. No, no worries. I just want to check. Maybe whatever it is, I'm hopefully it'll go away. I just I was hearing something that sounded like a bird chirping, so I just want to ask. Oh, okay. I mean, I am near windows. Uh, if you, you no, it it was pretty loud. So if you're not hearing it, it, it must not be. It, that must not be it. So no, okay. no worries. Yeah. All right. Maybe it's on my end. Actually, I didn't. I didn't even check. Anyway, it's fine. We're good. We're good. Uh, cool. Um, so I, I mean, I love what you said because I think, uh, I think it's true. So I think, yeah, got boys kind of grow up like having to play like the tough guy facade. It's all about just protecting yourself, hoping you don't get chirped too badly. And then we wind up as adults with like no sense of how to reach out for help, not even the comfortability to really share openly about our struggles. So I think what you're doing is amazing. I, I have to imagine Harvey that, Something like this wasn't just uh, this wasn't just something that you always knew you wanted to do. I have to imagine maybe you had some personal experiences that led to the creation of King's Community. Can you share a little bit about that? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so for me personally, growing up, uh, you know, my my struggles like personally for me, it was like I was really overweight as a kid. Um, I struggled with you know uh, porn addiction. Um, I struggled with really just, I, I didn't have any friends at certain points in my life, you know, and, and um, I didn't really have anyone to talk to, to go for, for, for advice, to um, share things with. It, it was like a point in my life where I was, I, I didn't want my life anymore. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Wow. I these like fantasies about, you know, changing bodies with people or like just, running away from my hometown and like starting new somewhere else as like a, you know, 12 year old kid. Wow. Right. Where it, it, it was like, I re remember it so distinctly. Like I just wanted to escape my own reality, my own life. Hmm. Um, and I, I, I didn't have anyone to talk to. And for me, the people that I eventually like could talk to and just connect with and, and kind of be friends with were people I met through like playing video games online. Right. You know, like that was, th those became my people because that was where I spent a majority of my time. Hmm. Um, it just made sense to me once I started, uh, you know, growing the social media platform, it was like, I need to give them a space because they can't really connect through Instagram. Instagram or TikTok, maybe through their DMs, but it's not so easy, right? To like do that and 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 make it uh make it actually happen. So like the Discord was like, it was really simple, you know, it's just a giant uh basically web chat, you know, where everyone can 
talk about whatever. We have different categories, you know, for for dads, for teenagers, for uh, military first responders, like all these different types of things that you know have unique issues that uh, people yeah. need to talk for for different things. And I think it's so helpful to like find someone that's either going through, ex- you know, something similar to what you're going through or has been there even, right? And and can maybe shed some light on on their experience and like, you know, shed some like some hope as well that like, you know, I made it through it and and so can you type of thing. Oh, that's amazing, man. So I, I guess I'm curious for you because obviously it sounds to me like King's community is to you what deep clean is to me. Deep clean is the thing I wish I had when I was struggling with a porn addiction. And I kind of piecemealed things together. I did eventually find freedom, but deep clean to me is like the thing I wish I would have had. Is is King's community that for you? Or did you find your own community and and kind of get yourself into this place where, you know, today you're not overweight. Uh, it sounds like you enjoy your life from what I can tell. And, you know, you're married with kids. Uh, what what was it that actually got you personally to this much healthier place? Oh, that's a great question. Um, wow. I, you know, I think for me, what it actually was, was like finding real friends. Hmm. Like, you know, I, I remember like my best friend in high school, like I met him probably when I was around like 16 years old, you know, and, um, it was like having someone that I really deeply connected with and like, I knew I could trust and like he had my back, you know, and I could tell him anything. Like we, I could talk to him about anything that was going on in our lives. Like we knew everything about each other. We knew what we were doing, what we were going through, like Hmm. that person, it, it made a world of a difference for me. And like, that was the beginning. It was like, it gave me hope in like people, you know, because up to that point, I just thought everyone was kind of out to get me. Like nobody was really here for me, but it like gave me this new hope that, you know, all right, there are good people out there. Like this guy, guy now, you know, and he's not perfect or anything like that, but like it opened this door for me and then um, sports and athletics, like getting into that team environment and, uh, you know, um, getting around people who were like already physically fit. Right. And, you know, yep. they kind of set the bar for me. So it was like, okay, this is what they did. This is the path that I can follow. Right. And it was like the, for me, the physical stuff came first and and kind of quickly. It was mm-hmm. like basically I joined the cross country team, and by the time the summer was over, like I had lost fifty pounds and I was a totally different person. Wow! You know? And then um, it probably took after that point. It probably took another, I would say, another seven years for me to like mentally. Uh, grow past all of my like self-limitations you know what it was you know the porn addiction the the insecurities about my body the um the fact that I had never talked to a girl you know in in a way that like where I was pursuing them yeah until I was 18 years old you know what I mean like that that whole 
uh, realm of social skills um, and confidence with those types of skills, like was non-existent, you know, huh. and I, I found myself in a place where like all of a sudden I was, you know, I'm not like some beautiful man or anything, but like I was like attracting attention finally. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It was a dangerous place to be in for me because I had no idea how to react to it. I had no idea that it was even I didn't even know that they were giving me that type of attention. Right. Right. Luckily, like my friend, you know, my best friend was like already developed in that area to point out the social cues to me. Right. <laughs> uh, but even that, like that whole it, it took me so long i like found myself in my early 20s trying to figure out things that you know my fellow men had figured out when they were like 15 you know yeah yeah that's so funny yeah like here's how you talk to a girl here's how you you know ask her out or whatever that's cool man so l let me ask you 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 have over a million followers between your different platforms Twenty-one thousand guys active in king's community what are the current day struggles and challenges that seem to come up again and again for these guys? I think the number one thing is porn addiction. You're kidding. I mean, I'm not kidding. Huh. I honestly believe that is the, that is probably the thing that almost all of them have in common. Wow. Okay. And they're coming to you like, cause I, I guess, you know, for me, like I really brand myself as, as faith-based. I was a pastor for 10 years there's a, a strong moral component. Um, I know that's important in what you do as well, but I, I know that not everybody that that is drawn to your message is necessarily Christian. And are you even seeing this outside of that, that they're still struggling and they have a conviction about it and they want it out of their lives? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Wow. I think there's, I think we're just scratching the surface of how big the problem is, right? Yeah. It's just recently that people, you know, who who don't have like a faith or religion where they, you know, it's clear that that's a bad thing, right? Yeah, yeah. Like in society, people are just now starting to agree that it could maybe be bad for you, right? Yeah. Because you know, for for us, we have clear guidelines, right? But for them, they need like science they need yeah. studies they need you know stuff with the you know brain studies and and chemistry and all of that they need like some type of proof right yeah to say, okay now i know that this is bad and those are i think those are starting to happen but it's way far behind right and how do you get that data like who's willing to share that information right you know yeah. it's it, it's such a weird thing to get into, but like, you know, some people have asked me that question before. And the more I've thought about it, like that is actually the only thing where I would say they almost all have in common. Man, that's wild. Yeah. It's interesting what you said about the data too, because what, what researchers are finding is that it's actually very hard to establish a control group for their studies because Basically, every guy has been exposed to porn, has watched it with some regularity at some point. And so you don't have like a baseline or a control group is the research term to compare the guys that are really struggling or, you know, really experiencing adverse effects from it. So um, that is that's fascinating. I, I It probably looks like I, I tried to set things up for that question. 
I had no idea. I thought you were going to say anxiety or stress or something. So that's that's kind of crazy. What what would be maybe a number two, number three? What are some other challenges that guys seem to be experiencing a lot? Relationship issues. Okay. What kind of issues? Like they're not getting along, they're fighting, or single guys can't meet a woman, like anything specific? Yeah. Those, typically, you know, a lot of them are single guys who can't find a woman, right? And yeah. then all the others typically that come to my platform are people who have maybe recently experienced a breakup or are on the verge of experiencing a breakup. Yep. Yep. Okay. Got it. So, um, and you know, all types of different reasons for, for those scenarios, but, um, that's definitely like, as far as, cause I I'm basically looking for guys who are hurting, right. They're mentally struggling and those seem to be, the two biggest things that affect their their mental space wow yeah that makes a lot of sense so um so mental space i know um like even on your instagram profile like it's not just about um the mental space you do relationships and you mentioned physique as well can you talk a little bit about why all these areas matter because i think that's the one thing i've like really latched on to with what you're doing man i mean there's a bunch of them but um i love kind of the well the well-rounded part of it like your mental well-being your inner well-being your physical appearance as well or at least like your physical body maybe not appearance but just physical health and relationships why do all three of these things matter so much because i think they're all tied together Right. They're hmm. all tied together, like in an intricate way, like a complicated way where it's like, you know, your your mental state is connected to your physical body. Right. Like there's so many studies and research and science now to show like how good it is for your mental health to work out, to yeah. put your muscles on stress, like they literally create molecules to make you feel better. Yeah. Right. And not only just like the the state it can put you in and all of that stuff, but then looking better, right? Like it it is a real thing. Like if you don't feel good about the way your physical body looks, it affects you mentally, mm. right? And it's from experience, right? Like I feel much better about myself when I feel like I look better. You know, and that might be a shallow thing to say or or whatever, but I think for most people, there's some truth there. Yeah, you know? yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, and 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 not only that, I think you know, doing the things right, like doing the disciplines that get you in a better physical shape, right? Like I. I get like angry, stressed, um, all of these negative emotions when I'm not doing them. Mm. It, it's like I have this, this, I don't know if it's guilt or maybe it, it is just, you know, a, a chemistry and physiological thing that's happening, but I, I can feel it. I know when it happens. Like it's, if, if I, take a couple of days off or if we're traveling and I, I don't get to do it or, or whatever it is, like I can feel myself getting more tense. I can feel myself like almost like my self image is starting to, to deteriorate because I'm yeah. not doing the things that I know I should be doing. 
Yeah, that's such a good point, isn't it? Because how many guys do we know that at the at the basis of their issue, whether it's with porn addiction, relationship, or something else, is really just their self-esteem. Like they just don't believe that they actually have that intrinsic value and that intrinsic worth. And then it gets reinforced in the way we handle our, you know, physical well-being, the decisions we make around, you know, like porn addiction is super debilitating, not just because of the direct effects, but just having something in your life that you know you want out, but you can't get it out, that actually starts to erode your self-esteem, right? So I, I can totally see that. And I guess it makes sense why it's so important to have community and like why what you've built is so powerful and the guys are getting such incredible results because you can just imagine if you're going through all this stuff and you think you're the only one and you stay stuck in the shame, you really have no way out. But as soon as you have a group of guys who get it, a, a guy who can say, hey, man, I'm going through the same thing or I've been through that same thing. Here's how I got through it. All of a sudden, there's light at the end of the tunnel and people have a way out. So I, I guess my next question to you, man, is what what stops people from opening up? Because I'm sure there are some people who they're like, yeah, I'm going to get into King's community. I'm going to join the Discord channel. And then, you know, they freeze up, they ghost. You just don't hear anything else from them. What What is it that you think in particular blocks men from actually taking that leap and opening up a little bit i think you just everything you just said right there you nailed it and mm. you just it's shame it's shame huh. right that is the key thing that we have to eliminate and that is also like one of the things one of the other things you said knowing that they're not alone like I didn't understand why the content I was making in the beginning stages was like connecting with people so much. Yeah. But start reading the comments and so many of them will say, it's so good to know that I'm not alone in this. Right. When they mm. use the video as when they see everyone else commenting about their experiences, something about that, knowing that they're not the only ones in this, you know, problem right it it does something for them it gives them hope it gives them you know a sense of connection with other people i don't know what it does but like it makes them feel better for whatever reason oh and i think you're muted oh sorry sorry thanks man no i was just saying that's that's really cool and i and i think that's why that that's why community is so powerful. It it is just the fact that you can de-shame, you can destigmatize, you can let your hair down. And it's a little bit different than sharing with a therapist, which I'm all for. I mean, I've done tons of therapy over the years, but that that environment is it's professional. It it's not the same as just having a buddy that you're sharing with. It de-shames in a completely different way. And I, I definitely see that. So okay, I'm just imagining, you know, I'm I join your Discord server. I find, you know, maybe there's a Discord for, I don't know, for coaches, let's say. So I get to the coach's Discord or the first responder, you know, whatever it is. And it's like, whew, okay, I'm going to do it. You know, I'm going to put myself out there. I'm going to I'm gonna share a little bit of my story and what I'm struggling with. What What's the next step? So, so we get somebody over that hurdle. They're brave enough to share. The environment feels safe enough. And now they've shared. What should guys be doing once they've kind of got over that initial hurdle of putting their story out there? Yeah, I think I, that's definitely the first step, right? Just getting it out there. And yeah. for me, the the next step that I'm trying to get them to is 
uh, coming on to a group call where, you know, we'll have a group call once a week where, you know, I pop on there and it's kind of like, it's called a stage channel, right? So I'm up on stage, my video is on and and my audio, everyone else, just like Zoom would have it. Like there's all these people, right? Right. It's like a Zoom webinar kind of thing. Exactly. And basically what we do is we just give them all an opportunity to come up and like actually voice it, right? Whatever's on, you know, whatever they got to get off their chest, whatever, um, whatever they want to say, right? It's kind of like just freedom to, you speak freely, say whatever you feel like you need to say right now. um, And then that's it. You know, we're not going to like it's not really a place to like for me to give people advice, like do that from time to time and I'll try to help them through stuff. But I, I really just want them to, to speak freely and then, Hey, thank you. You know, thank you for sharing, man. And and let them go back and listen in. And, and like that has been really powerful. I think that is where I've seen the people that do get help from the discord Mm. are the people that go on those calls. They be because they're listening to everyone else's stories and it gives them perspective on how their life isn't that bad a lot of times. Right. Yeah. And we all need that. Right. We all need that. Yeah. Um, and then whenever they finally do get the courage to come up and, and speak, it's like they can start getting more confidence in themselves, right? There's something about like public speaking or, you know, doing, you know, actually doing something that you didn't think you could do, right? Like going up in front of, you know, maybe a hundred other guys and and being vulnerable, right? There's something really powerful about that where, you know, they gain some confidence, you know, and and then they're more open to, to come back and speak more. And then eventually like now there's, there's more people talking about their progress than talking about their struggles on these mm. calls. And it, that, that's been the, like the best part about it, you know, that makes so much sense that, I mean, that's literally exactly what we experience in our program as well. It's like, uh, you know, we have, we have a couple of different moving parts in our program, but when people are actually showing up to the calls, they're engaging with them. Cause it's, it's one thing to turn the call on while you're driving or you're, cooking food in the background but like what you're saying when you're actually participating you're hearing the stories you're gleaning from the people that are ahead uh maybe you're resonating with the people who are roughly in the same place as you are that's really where your mind and your heart start to kind of take form and take shape so i i guess if somebody were to participate and so they they show up to the calls they're 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 doing the stuff what for you is like the the ultimate outcome of healthy community like you talked about how you found real friends and real friends helped you you know um get your body back in order overcome porn addiction reach a point where you were comfortable talking to women obviously that worked you got married you have kids you have a family um and you had the confidence to start something like king's community and build it into the brand that it's become today um, I mean, are, are are these the kinds of things that you expect from people when they start to plug into the community or what are what are some tangible results that people could anticipate if they really invest themselves into something like King's community? Um, yeah, it's hard to say, you know, it's hard to say. I don't I don't know really what I'm not really looking for results specifically, I guess, you know, because 
it, for me, I, I didn't start the, the discord saying like, okay, this is the result I want to get people. Yeah. You, you know what I mean, um, probably because, you know, it, it's free. Like I'm not, you know, monetizing it or anything. So it's not like I'm trying to give some spectacular value or, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was, and it's really kind of formed really organically. Like, like, I don't even know why we, like a lot of the stuff, it just, we just kept building it further and further. And like everybody who was coming on these calls and like, you know, progressing, eventually they became the moderators and the sport group, right. Where it's right. like, they got helped. So now they're helping. And like, that's, that's, I think the result that I want, I, I want all the people to come in better their lives and then give back to the community mm. right just like this 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 cycle of you know building it bigger and bigger and bigger and the more people that get helped the more people we have to help others yeah yeah that's really good man and and, and i think that's it's a great sign when something organic starts to grow and develop like that because you just know that you're you're clearly meeting a need and it can it can become something bigger than you. I'm sure you never imagined to have 21,000 guys under your influence in that kind of way. Um, it's pretty spectacular. How does the the faith element tie into all of this? I think there's a lot of good biblical evidence for the value of community, the value of doing life together and fellowship and all that stuff. But for you, where where does faith fit into you know the philosophy around what you built and the success that guys are having in your community? I think faith really um like i i i feel like the faith piece of it comes into you know no judgment right like mm. love everyone right where where it's just like hey guys some people are going to share some things that they've done that are kind of terrible right and they're not proud of this stuff but we're not here to tell them that that they shouldn't be proud of that right they already know that we're not yeah. here to step up and like you know put them in their place because they they made a mistake right like there there are things that people share in there whether it's on the call or you know on the share your story tab where it's like wow like he he messed up right that is not okay like that's not something anyone should ever do hmm. but it's like teaching the guys that maybe have this gut reaction to be like, Oh, Hey, we got to delete that post. Right. We got, we got to take that down. That's not okay. Mm. Right? <laughs> well, yeah. I get where you're coming from, but this person needs help. And this might be the only place that they can find it. Huh. Right. And there's the, there's always redemption, right? No matter how far gone someone is, there's always a chance for redemption. I think those elements are really where like the faith ties in. Cause I, I don't know how many people in my uh, discord, like share the faith, like how many of them are Christian. There's, there's a ton of people who are Christians, who are Muslims, who are atheists. Yeah. And I, it, and none of that matters, right? It's like our job is to just lead everyone down the same path. Right. And um, I think that's where it kind of ties in. Yeah. And I mean, the well, obviously, the Bible really lays out great foundations for what it means to be a man. 
But the reality is, whether you're Muslim, atheist, whatever, uh, I think we all we all need to grow in these areas of relationship, of uh, our physical well-being, our mental health. And I think it's amazing. It's amazing that you have that that kind of biblical framework that's woven into it, but people of all faiths are able to, you know, get the help that they need. I think that's really, really cool. Um, I, I guess I'm curious, man, what what are the things that you're working on in your own life right now? You know, because you, you've kind of, I guess you've taken on like this leadership role in a thriving men's community. And I mentioned to you that I'm part of a mastermind called King's Brotherhood, very similar to King's Community. Even the branding is similar. And they sort of have this message around health, wealth, and relationships. Those are kind of like their three pillars. And I remember the the leader of this mastermind at one point just opening up to us and being like, guys, I'm uh, I feel like a fraud. You know, he was not he was not taking care of some of these areas the way that he uh, intended to. And it happens, you know, and, and we were able to just be like, bro, I don't know why you're putting so much pressure on yourself. Like we're all we just like your honesty. Like we're not expecting you to be perfect and have it all figured out. But I guess I'm just curious, like, uh, you know, if your three areas of mental, mental well-being, physical, relational, is there one in particular you're focused on right now? Or how how are you improving yourself in these areas as time goes on? Yeah, for me, um, for me, I think the, the, the relationship piece of it is where I'm like continuing the journey. And, you know, the, the, the other stuff just ties in, right? Mm-hmm. The other stuff, like, I've, I've kind of, I don't want to say I've like mastered or anything. Right. But I've had 10 plus years of like doing that, right. Like doing all like, you know, exercising daily, stretching, meditating, reading books, listening to positive messages and audios, gratitude, prayer, like all of that stuff has kind of been established. Right. And it's, and it's helped me in all areas of my life. And now for me, it's like the next steps are like, how do I build a better relationship with my wife? How do I build a great relationship with my kids? How do I build better relationships with my business partners, my friends, my, my uh, followers? Like, how do I connect with people better? And the, the, the most challenging one for me is my wife, right? Like, I don't think we, uh, we don't have a bad relationship. I'm not, I'm never going to say that. Uh, And I don't think we have a perfect relationship. I don't know that anyone has a perfect relationship, right? You know, it's one of those things where like, we're going to butt heads on stuff, but like for us, it's like, you know, for, for the beginning of our relationship, we weren't necessarily a team, Mm -hmm. right? A lot of people see this in relationships where, you know, you're, you're kind of on the same page and you're having fun and everything's great, but you're not necessarily working together towards common goals as a team does. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So for now it's like, okay, after we got married, it was like, how can we be the, the best husband and wife for each other? Right. Yeah. And then once we had kids, it was like, all right, now there's a new element. We still have to figure out how to be the best husband and wife for each other. But now we have to also figure out how to be the best mom and dad for our children. Yeah. Right. And what does that look like? Cause you know, it's like, if there's certain things we don't necessarily agree on, like how to punish our children or how to, uh, you know, how much time we're going to be uh, spending like traveling with our children or all of these different new topics come into play. Once we had children that, 
were non-existent, right? Everything was honestly pretty easy uh, yeah. to, to like grow and develop our, our marriage because we could schedule date nights whenever we wanted. We had tons of disposable income because we were both working full-time jobs as, as engineers. Um, and then, you know, once we had our first child, it was like, okay, we're going to cut our income in half. We're going to add this whole new time commitment <laughs> that never goes away. Before. And we have to figure out how to, you know, come together on all these new issues. Right. So like that, that honestly, for my personal journey, those are the things I'm trying to learn, figure out, get better at now. And what I'm realizing is like, we we have to be more of a team than ever before because once you have a child everyone in the world is going to try and tell you how you should raise your child and do things differently or better or or whatever yeah. and you have to quiet that noise sometimes it's great advice and you need to take it in and talk about it and say hey you know, how can we maybe maybe implement that uh, moving forward? But most of the time, <laughs> you just have to quiet the noise and just ignore and, you know, kind of not get emotional and and, you know, ride that roller coaster uh, that that people can often get on uh, and and waver the, the storms that come with the, the chaos of children. So like that's. That's definitely my main uh, focus of like growth moving forward. That's amazing, man. Do you have mentors or people in your life that you're looking up to in that area that you're gleaning from? Yeah, yeah. You know what? It's it's funny because I I think that's uh, that's also something I am even searching for right now. Like that yeah. has been thing that I've like felt. God has just been yelling at me because I've had that my whole life. Like I've had certain people who have mentored me in each different area that I want to grow. Right. Yep. Um, but now we just went through this, this uh, whole new change where we, moved, we were living in Pittsburgh. We moved back to my hometown. All of the, the mentors that I had are, are, you know, in different stages of life and like mm. have to find a whole new tribe. You know, yeah. figuring out who those people are and, and they're being sent my way. Like I, I keep running into people like where, you know, the, all of a sudden it's like, oh, this guy does merit marriage coaching. And I just meet him at the gym, you know, yeah. it's like what are the chances of that. Right. Yeah. And, and all of these people, you know, just keep being brought my way, but that I, I, I have not. I underestimated the value of that before I made this move. I underestimated the value. Like I always knew everyone talks like you need a mentor and you need people, you need the community, you need the mastermind groups. Right. And, yeah. and I always knew it was important, but now I'm like, it's like humbling to realize how important that is to have people to keep you in check, to have people to, you know, keep things moving forward together. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it makes it makes a lot of sense. And I think what you just articulated is something my wife and I have experienced as well, which is that we have mentors in a bunch of different areas. But when it comes to just like having solid couples that we can 
look up to, ask for advice about, you know, marriage and raising kids and all that kind of stuff. Like we're we're definitely searching for it. And we just switched cities in the last two years here as well and have done a bunch of moving around. So I know exactly what you mean by that. Uh, Harvey, I'm wondering if maybe just to wrap this up, man, you're ta- let's say you're talking to a guy who is like, hey, I, I hear what you're saying. I know that community is valuable, but I, I, you know, I, I don't know. Is that the only way? Or I'm an independent guy. I like figuring stuff out on my own, you know. Um, I, I'm wondering what you would say to somebody who maybe, maybe they want that step, you know, but they've just been burned too many times. It doesn't feel like it's worth the risk. It'd be easier to do it alone. Um, how would you talk somebody off that ledge? Yeah, for, for someone that is like trying to lone wolf it, you know, I, I would just say that nobody has ever been successful on their own. <laughs> That's so true. In the world who like people look up to and have all the success, whether it's athletes, entrepreneurs, whatever, none of them did it alone. Not a single one. They claim they're a self-made man or whatever it is. There's always been a team. There's always been a mentor. The, the the highest of the highest people have someone that is mentoring them that was higher than or is higher than them now, right? Like that, that's always been a common theme. And people don't recognize that, right? Like it's not obvious because people aren't walking around screaming, I get mentored by so-and-so or this guy... <laughs> where I am with the, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's not obvious, but when you dive deeper into it, they all have someone. Yeah. Someone's. So it's like, if you want to ignore that, if you want to ignore the evidence, that's fine. Go try it. See what happens. Right. But when it doesn't work out for you, come to the community because the cool thing about the, you know, our community in, in specific and, and other communities online is that you can be completely anonymous right that is the of the internet and these types of communities nobody has to know who you are nobody needs to know your real name and nobody needs to know like anything about who you are you can just pop on there and make up a name whatever it doesn't matter and then you can go into the community without any fears of of judgment if that is what is holding you back but if you just think you can you're strong enough to do it on your own i would challenge you to find someone that has you know (laughs) that's really well said man uh harvey this is amazing and i i love what you guys are doing for people who want to find out more about king's community what's the best way for them to do that yeah, the best way is to, um, you know, go on to the social medias, whether it's at King's Community on TikTok or uh, at King's underscore underscore community on Instagram. Click the link in the bio, you know, sign up for the Discord, get on the email list. We're constantly, you know, promoting different things. We've got a newsletter now. So, like, you know, that's that's the main place to start right now. So that's how you guys can find, me and find out more. You got it, man. We'll put links to all that in the show notes. Uh, in the meantime, just a pleasure to know you, man. A pleasure to see what you're doing. Uh, you got a big fan over here, and we're cheering you on. Thanks for your time today, Harvey. Hey, man. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. I absolutely love what you guys are doing as well. I'm a big fan of of you as a person, man. The more time I get to talk to you and get to know you, I can I can tell you're you're just one of those rare people that you find, right? Rare people that have 
the same type of mindset, the same type of faith, the same type of, you know, goals in, in life. And, um, I believe that every, everything happens for a reason, right? It's yeah. like we work together for, for a reason. And, uh, I'm looking forward to growing our relationship together and connecting more in the future. Okay, man. Oh, that's really kind. You got it, man. Looking forward to it. All right. See ya. Okay, well, there you have it. That was my interview with Harvey. And man, what a great guy. Uh, really nice radio voice, by the way. But um, just easy to easy to listen to. And you can hear his heart. You can feel his heart in the words he's speaking. He really does care about people. And he really is going to make a difference in this world with King's community. Um, I don't know if you caught it, but it is free to join the community. It doesn't cost you a dime. And right away, you can have access to some live coaching calls and 21,000 other men who are pursuing freedom uh, or pursuing some sort of growth just like you, completely free of charge. So the links are in the show notes. You would be absolutely crazy to not check these guys out. And I don't know if you caught this other part, but when I asked him the number one issue in this community, he said porn addiction. And I, I promise you, I did not bait that. That was not a setup. I, I was actually expecting something else. Um, so if that's you, you know, you're going, okay, yeah, I'm a man. I've been single. I'm, uh, or not single, rather, I've been alone in my struggles. I'm dealing with the shame of a porn addiction. I don't know how to get out. I know I need some help. Well, I've put a link in the show note for you to book a call with somebody on our team. We would love to speak with you. Uh, this is kind of our specialty. This is the thing we do the best. And we would love to just see if what we have here is a good match for you. Um, our particular area of expertise is helping men resolve the root issues of sexual sin, porn addiction, and other misbehaviors. So if you feel like maybe you've scratched the surface, maybe you've tried a little bit here and there, but you really haven't got to why this issue exists and got some proper solutions to deal with those root issues, well, this is your chance to do that. And the call is free of charge. Uh, you just click the link. Um, they fill up pretty fast, but you should have a slot. And if you don't, you can always shoot us an email, but um, but but you should find a time there. Uh, there's links in the show notes. You can book a call. In the meantime, guys, much love to all of you. Thank you so much for listening. Have an amazing day. We'll talk soon. Bye-bye. Hey, everybody. It's Sathya again. Thanks for listening to Unleash the Man Within. I wanted to take a quick moment to let you know about a free ebook that I wrote for you called The Ultimate Guide to Porn Recovery. It provides a basic framework for the recovery process and a few of my top tips completely free of charge. You can get it now at www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. That's www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. Now, if you've been impacted by the podcast and you want to show some support in less than 60 seconds, there are three ways you can do that. First, you can leave a rating or review on your podcast platform. This lets people like you know that the content here is valuable. Secondly, you can share this episode with someone in your life that might benefit from the content. If you're passionate about helping other people experience freedom and success in their lives, this is one of the easiest ways to do that. And lastly, you can subscribe. I personally only listen to the podcast that I subscribe to. If you're seeking daily encouragement, guidance, and insight in your recovery journey, I highly recommend subscribing to Unleash the Man Within. Thanks for listening. I look forward to connecting with you very, very soon. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast by Sathya Sam and his guests are for general information only and should not be considered medical, clinical, or any other form of professional advice. Any reliance on the information provided is done at your own risk.